this is Robin Kogan, school nurse and senior health correspondent for HealthCetra. Today's topic is difficult, but far too common. We will be discussing what happens in communities in the aftermath of a mass shooting. The working definition of a mass shooting is four or more people injured or killed. According to the Gun Violence Archive, there have been 597 mass shootings in America this year alone. Today's guest is Judy Doran, a school nurse leader and the 2023 Maine School Nurse of the Year. Her community was impacted as were many towns adjacent to Lewiston, Maine, the epicenter of a recent mass shooting and ensuing manhunt that lasted several days. I'm hoping our conversation will shed some light on what happens in communities in the aftermath of these predictable and preventable tragedies. Judy, welcome to HealthCetra and congratulations on your well-deserved recognition as the 2023 Maine School Nurse of the Year. Thanks, Robin. So happy to have you here. Judy, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. What brought you to Maine and to school nursing? Uh, what brought me to Maine was some advent, my adventurous parents who um, in the 50s with their friends uh, built a little cabin on a little island off the coast. So it was four adults and 10 kids. And um, it was just a magical place and a magical time. I was two years old when that started. And then um, it didn't last forever, but uh, I've been back in Maine since probably my late 20s. And Maine is home. And uh, and I know you're very rooted in the community there. Um, right. And so, yes. oh, sorry. What brought me to school nursing was um, honestly, like most school nurses, the allure of the schedule. Um, and then I came to love it. I loved the role of being a school nurse. And you do it so well that you are the 2023 Maine School Nurse of the Year. And I am so proud to celebrate that with you. So, Judy, I want to bring this up because you responded to a blog post that I wrote after the Lewiston um, incident. I called it the relentless school nurse because we live in a country that requires a survivor's toolkit for gun violence. And the comment that you wrote to me still resonates with me. I would love for you to read it to our listeners. Sure. Um, I woke up this morning thinking Maine has just been assigned a spot on the dreaded crushed heart geography list. It feels like something really bad happened within your family. You'll get through it, but things have changed forever. The whole world knows some of our geography now for all of the worst reasons and the wrong reasons. And I didn't know that relief and dread could exist in the same place. I'm going to free up some space for hope and hard work. Thank you again. And to everybody who hoped, feared and prayed so hard this week, peace, love and better. Today, everybody is Maine. You are such a powerful writer, Judy. Um, I want to break down this message, but I want to start with the end first. You said, today, everybody is Maine. And I would love you to tell us more about that sentiment. 
So I can't take um, credit for that. I learned it in uh, 2015 from the Charlie Hebdo attack in Paris. And that became, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It came out of the that attack and it was Je suis Charlie Hebdo. We are all Charlie Hebdo. And I thought of that because, you know, the same, I hate to say it, but the same sequence of events that you hear about, read about, see in the wake of a mass shooting were happening nearby. Um, and the sense of horror and frustration and fear and sadness, um, I understood then that we are that feeling. We are Maine. Everybody is Maine. It, it it really, it's such a powerful statement and it can apply to so many communities that have been impacted by gun violence. Before we talk about your community though, Judy, can you share how this impacted you personally and as a school nurse? Um, I'll start as a school nurse. Um, The following morning, Thursday morning, um, two of the nurses in our district live in adjacent districts to Lewiston. We're still, we're far away. We're 80 miles or whatever it is. Um, but their schools were closed and they have children in the school, so they couldn't come to work. So um, the, the, the sort of in your front of mind, in your face, um, awareness of a massacre and a, um, a manhunt was really um, heartfelt. You know, the, the school listserv was, I mean, the school nurse listserv was a lot of um, thoughts and support for people. And there were, there were nurses on who were sheltering in place, you know, in their homes. Um, and then you, you know, and then you turn around and looked out the door of your school nurse office and it was la-di-da, life goes on, the kids are playing and school was happening so it was it was a very weird um split feeling existence but there was fear um there were rumors there were you know uh, where this person may have gone what he may have intended to do more so it was a lot of uncertainty and fear personally um I I have to be honest it was it was predictable what came after the um you know let's say after uh, the person was found with a self-inflicted gunshot wound the support groups that came out the um 
speeches the president came, James Taylor sang at the football game, um, compassionate care funds, the FBI was involved, the army, you know, because this, this whole complicated backstory to this person, um, which honestly, um, I don't mean any disrespect, but it completely fulfills the mental health narrative that that happens. And you know, the reality is if 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 we have these weapons, we will have these massacres. If we have cars, we're going to have car crashes. So it's important to understand what happened. Um, but we have very, very lax gun laws. Looks like some communication was missed and um, this is what happens. And do you know, in one of our focus groups last year, I think we went around the whole table and and every nurse there said, it's not um, if, but when. So it was kind of a feeling of resignation, like, okay, that's when it was. That's a huge statement. Yeah, that we, it was. I, and I think that's kind of the sentiment that we feel in school. It, it could so easily happen. And that's the very disturbing thing because it is predictable and therefore it should be preventable. But as you said, there's these, you know, the, 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 the points of, of, the points where all along the way where some somebody could intercede did not happen or communications were broken down and um and there's lessons to be learned about taking every single threat or even a perceived threat seriously it it, it does impact a sense of safety in a community and you you mentioned a few things but have you seen specific ways that you've noticed people coming together for support? Was it was it received? Has the community, how has the community changed? Um, my community, uh, I don't, I don't think there's any change in it. I, you know, there may be, I don't know. But again, we're not right next door. Um, I think one of the, the communities, we have, there were four people, four of the victims um, were from the deaf community in Maine. And that's a really um, very, you know, these people uh, school together and, um, are known to each other. And that group has been so powerful in supporting each other, but so heartbreaking mm. to watch. Um, so in the, in the community of Lewiston, I, it, it looks like there's a lot of support and there is, I mean, I'm sure there is specifically, I don't know what, you know, 
there's a lot of links everywhere. The governor is saying where to go for mental health. There is the um, the Volunteer Lawyers Project, Pine, Pine State Legal, which is uh, Pine Tree Legal, I guess it is, um, to help with survivors. Um, but there is a lot of, um, you know, I hate to say it, but like, you know, there's been some finger pointing and a lot of questions about the process of what was missed. And that's important, but really the important part is access. The important part is it's prevention too. And yeah, right, 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 right. We have, to, we have to look back on the points of disconnection and, and really study them to understand prevention moving forward. Um, your message about freeing up space for hope and hard work stuck with me, that you were still looking for in the midst of this terrible tragedy in your community, even though, yes, you were a few miles away, but it felt like all of Maine was impacted, that you were looking to free up space for hope and hard work. And I wonder if you were able to do that and what that might look like now? Um, I think that's like a kind of a long-term uh, process for me. The, like, you know, to be honest, I don't even know what it is, Robin. It's so overwhelming. It's so, I you know, I keep reading. I read the statistics. I know the numbers. I know our our gun laws in Maine. And um, I think it's my my usual go-to of writing to just keep writing and lobbying because it's, um, you know, it, we cannot say, how could this possibly happen in Maine? Why is this happening here? There's a huge disconnect. It's going, it can happen anywhere. It's not safe. Our kids are not safe. We're not safe. It, it um, so, so right now it feels overwhelming to me, mm -hmm. but I, I think I'm just going to have to focus on writing and listening, you know, learning more. I think some of the work that we did last year, I think the, the, the initiative to, um, teach school nurses how to talk to people about guns. I think that would go a huge way. I mean, here, this is a little bit off track, but when I was on, we were on our way to the conference to, to be honored as school nurse for the year. We pulled into like a little roadside dive because my husband was starving and, um, <laughs> And I stayed in the car and the guy parked in a truck next to me and he jumped out this, you know, kind of big burly guy with this enormous gun on his hip. And I'm like, how does this even happen? Why is this necessary? Why does he need that? Why is, why is he taking it into the restaurant? How have we gotten to this place? Yeah. Right. Well, you certainly are an incredible writer. Your advocacy is well known. And um, and I can see you making strides once you are able to kind of synthesize what has happened and what this means moving forward. 
um, that that grant you talked about for school nurses, we are looking for funding to expand that and make, and be able to train all school nurses on how to have these conversations about safe storage, which is the lowest hanging fruit and would would immediately save lives just immediately from stopping unintentional shootings, suicide by gun where they're you know not stored properly. So there's a lot that we can do in terms of our own advocacy and activism. And sometimes it takes being adjacent to a horrific issue to spark something inside of each of us. Um, right, that's a good point. I think eighty some odd, 89% of our deaths by suicide in Maine are with- Guns. Guns. And most of them are easily accessible. Yeah. So we only have a few minutes left. Um, I would love to ask if you have any parting messages for our listeners, something you want to focus on, words of wisdom. <laughs> um, I don't know about words of wisdom, but uh, I would... I would encourage maybe, you know, maybe if you feel compelled to donate to a fund, maybe write a letter to, to the editor or to your legislature at the same time, make it a two-part process. Um, I, you know, I mean, it's a, we're up against a really powerful machine. Um and we are, and there is a huge disconnect about a, a well-armed militia and uh, people with war machine guns in their hands. Um, so I guess my parting words would be, if you're a little involved, thank you. If you can get a little more involved, thank you. Um, and thanks to Robin for all the work that she's done for this. Thank you. Well, really, thank you for joining Helsetra today, Judy. Really, from the bottom of my heart, and I know school nurses all across the country, we wish your community safety and healing. And really, today and every day, everyone is Maine or could be Maine. So this is Robin Kogan signing off for Health Cetera. Be safe, everyone.